Welcome to another episode of Daily Reality. I am Ryan Daly, accompanied by my wife, Amanda Daly. And last episode, we uh, we kind of talked about ourselves a, a lot little of stuff. bit. Um, <laughs> we talked about like your the shows that you're currently watching right now. But I think today's episode, we're gonna kind of take it and uh, kind of see where we started watching reality TV. I used to watch it way back in the day. With like the original real world, as I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser and stopped watching it. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> so, um, where was the like your first, um, like taste of reality TV that kind of got you hooked? I mean, I think we kind of briefly touched on this last episode, but definitely Laguna Beach was probably the first around the same time. I was probably also dabbling a little bit in the real world um but not quite to the extent that you did um because i was so much younger when it first aired and um laguna beach definitely was what initiated it and then from there i started with several other reality tv shows that kind of came after um i think what you're trying to get at is a TV show that I connected most with. Yeah, off. Yeah, we we were talking, uh, you know, off podcast. You were you were telling me about a show I've never even heard of before. So I'm curious <laughs> if our listeners, the ones that we do have uh, so far, we want to thank you for listening to our first episode. Oh yes, thank and, you for um, listening. Uh, this is for the real ones. Um, <laughs> this TV show was called Big Tips Texas, and it was it aired in 2013 on MTV. It was a reality TV show based in the restaurant in Texas called uh, Redneck Heaven. And it followed a group of women that worked at this restaurant. They either waitressed or bartended and also their personal lives. So whatever they were pursuing, I think one girl was in law school. uh, One girl was like a barrel racer. Um, It definitely had that kind of Southern vibe, which if you know me, um, I love anything southern country and i absolutely love texas um so it was something that i connected with on that level and then it also connected to me because i also was working in the restaurant industry Uh, for those of you who don't know me i worked at a chain restaurant for over 10 years i started as a host became a waitress and then a bartender big tips texas was one of those shows that got me thinking that I belonged on reality TV and that there's so many ways that I connected to this show and also connected to the drama that I was experiencing at the restaurant I worked at. Yeah, as you mentioned, you worked in the restaurant. I did not, but my, you know, my mother was a bartender for many years. My grandmother was a bartender as well. So I feel like I kind of just heard stories of, of the, you know, of the restaurant world. And then obviously, you know, dating you and visiting you while you were a bartender like so you know you kind of see the walks of life that are there i think i mean the thing about working in the restaurant industry is that it's sort of the same across every generation i feel like since and there's always those characters in every restaurant right i think you probably got that from listening to your grandmother's stories my grandmother and ryan's grandmother actually both waitress slash bartended at the same restaurant in revere years and years and years ago yeah and then 
your mother and then myself definitely have shared some crazy stories throughout the years. I mean, I have been fortunate enough to work at a restaurant that happens to be on the border of a, a rather interesting city. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, we got everything from your struggling college student, your alcoholic, your work release, your young teenager searching for their purpose. And I just remember being, I think I was 19 and all of the, my friends were so much older. They were going out, one of the, one of the servers, it was his 30th birthday and they were taking a party bus, party bus into Boston. And I just remember like little 19 year old me <laughs> sitting there being like, oh, I wish I could go with them. Um, and that makes me also think about how when I was, before I even worked in the restaurant, I had worked in a kind of family owned um, before I worked at the chain restaurant, I worked at a family owned restaurant. It wasn't waitressing or anything like that, but I worked with, um, some other kids that was in high school at the time and, um, going into college. And I worked with this kid. I remember distinctly, I would come into work and always tell him all kinds of stories about what I was going through, the drama in my life. And he always said I should have had my own reality mm -hmm. show. And he, I would walk into work. He would call me Laguna <laughs> after Laguna beach, just because apparently drama followed me. Up until I pretty much met you, then my life became boring. Well, we can we can touch on to that too because at right as you met me, you there was a casting director who actually reached out to you about being on a reality TV show, right? Yeah, I had um, sent. I think I sent some sort of um, application in for a TV show on MTV uh, called "Are You the One." It was. One of the bigger game show reality prize shows. I think they won. I don't know. It was like they split a thousand dollars or something crazy. I'd have to look it up. I don't even remember. Um, it probably aired for a handful of seasons. I feel like sometimes they still spoof off of it. I think they had a um, version of it maybe two years ago. But um, yeah, I did. I was. I was reached out to to be cast for that show, but obviously it's a dating show. <laughs> and I knew I had met the love of my life <laughs> back in what, 2015? That was? Yeah, 2015. It was 2015. Uh, right, and right before I met you, that was the summer where Bud Light was doing no free ads, no free sponsors. <laughs> uh, Bud Light was doing their like Bud Light Island, their party island. And I actually was at a other local bar in the town that we met with my old roommate and there was a rep there who like asked us both to like put in an audition video to go do that island which i think at that point they were going to try to make that into like a reality tv show but i don't think they ever did anything with it i bet they lost like income or interest yeah, or something probably it would have been so, funny if we both were on reality tv, TV right. and now we're just talking about, talking reality. about it yeah <laughs> now our reality is this little this little one here but yeah my like i i used to watch the real world and i remember where i kind of started i think was real world seattle with mike the miz um i don't know you're He's, speaking way over yeah my he was he, I, I just like it just stands out to me because i remember him that entire season being like oh i want to be a professional wrestler i want to be a professional wrestler and now he is a professional wrestler wrestler, wrestler. Oh. Uh, in the WWE. So, and I was like, back then I was still kind of watching, you know, wrestling, which again, that's kind of a reality show yeah. in itself. Like 
reality soap opera. So I, when I was brainstorming my thoughts for this, this next episode, I started like spiraling about all of the different reality TV shows I've watched over the years. So you mentioned the real world, which that came out in 1992. I know that I watched, I think the season in 2005 with Danny he was like from the next town over from yeah. us. He worked out at our gym. I think we thought we were cool because we worked out at the same gym <laughs> yeah. as him. I remember I was a senior in high school when that that season aired, and being at the gym with and Danny and Melinda being there. And that was like some serious drama. Yeah. And um, he's like now a producer of movies. So. Yeah, I guess yeah, he's a producer and a writer. Um, I know Danny and Melinda are no longer together. Uh, but at, the, at that <laughs> but at that point that was like when MySpace was just like coming out. Facebook was like was just for college students. It was like in its infancy at like Harvard. So like you you know you see somebody who's on TV. It's not like social media nowadays. Yeah. But you just see you know you can see anybody any like any person that is on like some sort of social media or content page like just walking out and it's like it's just a kind of another normal day. But back then you see you know seeing people at your gym who were on tv so it was kind of you know there was a little buzz about it definitely um then i think about just kind of some of the other random shows that i've watched some of which you've been into i know jersey shore it first aired in 2009 yeah. and we both watched it yeah i i used to have um well i didn't have it my roommate in college used to have uh like watch parties watch parties because we had a like a duplex off campus i also watched it when i was in college we also had like watch parties where we would rent a room in the campus center and everyone <laughs> would just get together we weren't even drinking at the time and we were just like all getting together and watching it and i just remember like the ron and sam saga and that i Snooki feel like getting punched in the face there was just so many iconic moments throughout like the progression of jersey shore and then when i think about it i think like probably next up would be this random redneck show that i don't know if anybody even watched it it was called buck wild did you ever yeah, watch that i watched that one yeah and it followed these like young kids and i think they were in west virginia, west virginia right? they were in like the um the, like the the haulers of west virginia west virginia they all lived in like trailers yeah. and I remember they made like a redneck swimming pool on the bed of a truck, truck yeah. and I was like, I want to do that yeah, one day. That was that was cool. I was like, that was something I could see myself doing. They did a lot of stupid, very basic redneck things yeah, like, like fishing and stuff, yeah. and mudding and things that I feel like, honestly, as somebody who grew up in sort of a suburb of Massachusetts. I never really knew about a lot of those things. Not necessarily fishing, but, you know, like mudding and things, different things that they did. Um, sadly, I remember one of the cast members passed away. I think it was pretty, we, we would say it was pretty iconic relating to being just in the show and being such a redneck, but he was mudding and his, like, tailpipe or something got stuck. I think he got, yeah. Uh, it was like carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, he got stuck in the mud. I think they were waiting for somebody to pull. It was like, it was like him, him and his uncle. uncle or yeah. Um, and they got stuck and they left the engine on. I think the, the you know the exhaust pipe was clogged. And I'm just saying, if you want a good like kind of laugh, you can rewatch the trailer to this show on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And then I would say 
came shortly after Buckwild ended. It was also, I believe, an MTV show, Party Down CMT. South. CMT. It was CMT, yes. Because I watched Party, Party Down South was like probably the where I enjoyed Party Down South, but it was kind of like at my end of reality TV. I was like, okay, like, you know, this is fun. But I was starting to get a little older and I was like, this isn't a lifestyle for me. But I want to pause and just say that you have acknowledged the fact that you like reality TV. I did. At some I did. Point I, in did. Your life. I did. I, honestly, anybody like, Anybody out there has watched some sort of reality TV in their lifetime. Like, <laughs> but the reality TV that I've watched was like Real World, Jersey Shore, Party Down South. Let's talk Buck about Party. Like, Let's like talk that, about like Party the, the, the things that I could relate to, which is why we were doing this podcast, is because we're taking reality TV and <clears throat> seeing how we can relate to it. But like, I'm not watching Teen Mom. No, I I'm know. not watching the Kardashians. But those are different I'm types of reality like, TV. You know. So let's talk about Party Down South. We loved Party Down South. <clears throat> Party Down South might have been like my favorite. Yeah. That style of like you know what, reality. You know what TV. I liked about Party Down South? And <laughs> he was, I know he's one of our both of our favorite people. Josh Murray. Is Murray. And he's a <laughs> big dude. Crushing beers. I'm a big dude, so like, I was able, yeah, I was able to relate to it. You know, I feel like that was like the first like show where they actually had like real people. Like, I know what you mean. I think the cast was so much more relatable to the average right. Joe. You had, you know, your like you said, big burly grizzly man. You had your guy that kind of worked with his hands, lived in right. a trailer, didn't Walt. care about money. Walt loved to dance, like yeah. two step. You had kind of the girly girls. Um, you had like a group of friends that just were very average. Right. And I think it was enjoyable to watch them do kind of everyday things. Yeah. They also would do a lot of like redneck southern things like four wheeling and they would go camping and they would be, you know, going out to bars and line dancing right. or whatever it was, two-stepping. And I feel like probably because you were also raised to love, like, country music and, like, yeah. the country lifestyle. And for people from Massachusetts, it is kind of funny that we, we connect to that kind of southern charm, so to speak. Well, I mean, my nickname is Big Country. So, true. That's like, true. But... I mean, it's, yeah, Party Down South, actually, I actually won a fan, like, prize pack from Party Down South. That was Party Down South 2. 2, yeah. So, I have, I I just entered, I, back then, I used to just enter every contest on Twitter. Yeah. Like, that summer, I won that party pack from Party Down South 2, uh, which was, like, a koozie, a handwritten letter a from the producer, a t-shirt. Um, that I also won, like bunch of concert tickets that summer off of uh the bowl because that was like the first yeah brand new that year so that that's when twitter was good what i think is funny about party down south is that i follow all of them on social media but it was like you said social media kind of still wasn't what it is now back then so i feel like i kind of can connect like more Josh Murray has definitely commented me back on Instagram, <laughs> just saying. Um, also, Hannah, who was on later seasons. So she came in season three, She right? also <laughs> commented me back on Instagram. Well, all right, let's, let's touch on, like, the, the social media aspect. Before we started dating, you were kind of, like, semi on the rise of social media. You, you have... What did you used to call me? Insta-famous? Insta-famous, yes. <laughs> 
before, like you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> like before, before, like before we started dating, like you, you had like a, a very serious following on Instagram, but then once you started posting pictures with your boyfriend, yeah, it kind of just like. I feel like I kind of cut in half. I think I had like a thousand like Instagram followers at the time and probably followed maybe 500. Now I probably follow about, you know, <laughs> five to 800 and it's probably about eight to 900 that follow me. Right. Yeah. Um, I have but, like maybe a hundred followers. But I, but I just so connected with this show. I feel like it also was aired around the same time that I was kind of coming into that, you know, early twenties kind of social butterfly. So yeah. I, I enjoyed watching and connecting with, you know, these single people that were just kind of hanging out and having a good time. Yeah. No, I mean, and it was also like, it was definitely like a, a lifestyle that I, I could see myself living. Mm-hmm. Like at the time, at that age. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not for now. sure. No, not definitely not now. They drank like every night. Uh, yeah. I'm lucky if I can, if I leave my house, uh, I'm such a homebody now, but back then I used to, I mean, you know, like, I used to go out every night, like. Mm-hmm. I think that I even, this is a show, and I, you can attest to this, I never rewatch shows, ever. I, right. like, watch it one and done. Yeah. And this, this I'm and Jersey Shore. Yes, you are. I'm a big rewatch. You are. This and Jersey Shore are probably two, I would say two of the reality shows that I have religiously rewatched. I did just recently rewatch Laguna Beach because of the rewatch, re-listen podcast, yeah. but. For my own guilty pleasure, I definitely rewatched Party Down South. Rewatch during yeah, COVID. Yeah, re yeah, especially during COVID. Like, oh, I feel like a lot of the rewatches like started happening because I mean, everybody's home. I mean, we still had to work because we were essential employees, but still like because we're essential. Just saying. <laughs> Unfortunately, we were essential, but we were essential. Um, we didn't get treated like we were essential, but we were essential employees. But um, I feel like people were. Things weren't coming out quick enough because obviously all production mm-hmm. for any movie or TV show stopped. So all these rewatch podcasts started happening because people were rewatching shows and like, hey, like, well, let me talk about it. Yeah, I mean that's not why we rewatched Party Down South. But it was just it was something that we both enjoyed, and we kind of forgot about it a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. So it was good to reconnect. Um, shortly after, so I think Party Down South aired in two thousand fourteen. Then they created this like kind of spinoff, I would say, from it with Florida Bama Shore. Florida Bama was like they were trying to do Party Down South, but with like Jersey Shore cast. And I think that was probably the worst reality show. Okay, of that, them all. that's harsh. I I want to pride ourselves. I'm not talking negative about anybody, but you watched Florida Bama Shore. I, I I watched a little bit of it, and then how many times did I go? I'm done. I can't. This is just so outrageous. Yeah, like, I think the the drama on that series was a little bit different. Ridiculous. And I, but they definitely, like you said, I think what's interesting if we're talking about just reality TV, yeah, that it went from. Party Down South, Jersey Shore, and then you kind of, like, morphed them together and created this. It was, like, a redneck Jersey Shore is what they were kind they of tr- trying to they do. They tried to be, like, they tried to be, like, southern rednecks, but with, like, a... I'm trying to think of the nicest way to say this. Be positive. Um, 
with like the like big city style. Yeah, I mean, I I, <laughs> I can't say that I hated it, but I watched it. You watched it, and I feel like, I, and actually, I feel like I just don't really remember things that happened on it because I feel like they weren't. It wasn't grabbing me. Like it wasn't memorable. It wasn't catch like it like it did not hold your attention. It didn't hold your attention. It that held my attention. I just can't really put my finger on like um like memorable things about it when I think back to it, like I do with Party Down South. Um, and let and, me and just, Party Down South. Let me say, like the when I did watch it with you was like when we were eating dinner, and it was just like spend time together before I went to go work on something like creative. So that, what you're saying it, is it wasn't, you connected with me through watching right, reality but it wasn't, TV. Reality TV isn't something that I would be like, choose to watch. I watch it to just spend time with you. I understand. So husband point. So we, so we have, we can recap here. We have the real first airs in 92. We really watched it in the early 2000s. Then you have Jersey yeah. Shore late 2000s. And then... You have Buck Wild, Party Down South, Florida Bama, Big Tips, Texas. We talked about Are You the One. I'm going to spiral a little bit for a minute. I watched, do you remember when I watched Jersey Licious? No. So this is also another random reality TV show. I don't even know what what TV station it aired on. And it aired, uh, I want to say around the same time, probably Jersey Shore aired. I didn't look up to see what year it first aired. But I think it was, I was just super bored and looking for something random on to binge. And I binged this. I want to say there was like probably, I don't know, 10 seasons or something. I feel like I should have the correct answers to this. But it was these girls who worked in a hair salon in New Jersey. They were super, like, when you think about Snooki, like, early 2000s, they had the poofs, the crazy long nails, the glitter, the, like, cheetah print. And I binged this show, I want to say maybe in, like, a couple weeks. But it was an unreal amount of catty girl drama. But it also, I felt like, had people that were more relatable body type wise, lifestyle wise, as opposed to some of these other type of reality shows, which I really liked. Um, then I'm thinking, fast forward, something that we recently watched together, The Circle. That's yeah. reality TV. It is. Different type of reality TV. But that, there's a game behind it. Right. It's so so, kind of a game show and reality, reality show. TV. So like, had a baby. my, like, like I, like I stated earlier, if there is like another kind of aspect to it, it might like catch my attention. You like if use it, your brain a little bit more, right? Like a like a game show or you know something that could relate to me. Like those reality shows, I can get behind, but like the ones that you watch on the regular, I, more I, reality like reality yeah, TV, like shows. actual reality reality TV shows. <laughs> like I'm like. So what about the circle? Did you like the circle? I did like the circle because it's a game. Yeah. Like, I like that. And I also like that there's people going in, like, not being themselves, too. Like, and trying to, like, catfish. Tell them what, it, what, what it's about. So, the bit. circle is there's people who are, um, go into this, like, apartment building. Um, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. They've done three seasons? Now? I think so. There's also four in seasons, but we haven't watched those. Right. Um, 
we can get it to the foreign like foreign show. <laughs> we'll get there in another <laughs> another episode. Um, but basically, they create their own profile. It could be themselves or somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. They don't get to see anybody. Nope. They only get to see profile, like a profile, sure. so pictures yep. and like an about me, and yep. then they are playing for money. Right. And whoever kind of makes it to the end based on popularity. Right. Which so, again is kind of cool because again it's including anybody really. It could be old, young. Which is funny whatever. because like John John Franklin, I follow on TikTok. He went in as playing his Mama Carol. Oh, that's right. So he played his mom yeah, Carol, famous which he is actually dating Alyssa now, who was another contestant on the same season. So he like met his now girlfriend by pretending to be his mom. Pretty funny. Which is kind of funny. And they, like, joke about it on TikTok all the time, which is kind of hilarious. I forgot that there were some TikTok people on there. Yeah. And yeah. then Brew, mm-hmm. Brew on the radio, another big TikTok person that I followed on TikTok before he even went on the show. Because he always did this, like, uh, like random word. And he had to enter this random word into his, like, going into a song. Um, which was... Kind of always caught my eye, and I thought it was like creative. So, um, not to change the subject or anything, but I also watched um this Lindsay Lohan reality TV show. Do you remember when I watched that? No, I don't. It was about Lindsay Lohan, like create getting a group of people together to work for her in Mykonos, like at her. I think it was like a beach bar or something. I mean. It was very delicious. It had a ton of drama amongst the cast. And I think it only aired for one season. But for me, it was like the first and ever time I ever heard of Mykonos. And I feel like everyone goes there now. It's, it's like a, a thing. Yeah, it's in Greece, right? It's in Greece, yeah. And it's a, it's supposed to be really beautiful. But I just thought that was so random. I remember being like, oh, yes, Lindsay Lohan. She's back, girl. Loving it. <laughs> and then just, you know, the the young parent trap girl in me was like, I love this. And then it it aired for like one season. Um, Then I also feel like we watched, it was another sort of game type, not game show, but you watched it with me, Love is Blind, also on Netflix. Yeah. Also reality TV. Yeah, it is reality TV. It is also, I liked, I think I, what drawed my attention to that was that it was people not actually seeing each other and meeting like, like talking through a wall. Mm-hmm. So there was more, more like realness to it than based off of looks. Like we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, how like, I feel like there should be more like real people on that show. I feel like yeah, and what made I actually like wrote a little note down about um, Love Is Blind because I watched all three seasons. I think you watched what season one and season three, three yeah. with me, and I feel like on season two they had. Remember, we talked about just reality TV and shows, including more. Body in body positivity, um, yeah, and also just culture, culture and race and all that. So I think season two had this couple, Shake, I think the guy's name was, and Deepti, the girl's name was. They were an Indian. They had an Indian background, and I felt like that was kind of one of the first times you saw sort of that talk of body image. She was. 
I mean, she's absolutely beautiful, but she was curvy. And this guy who she she got together with behind a closed, you know, behind the wall, um, couldn't seem to get there once he saw her physically. And I feel like that's kind of what that show is about. So I don't know why you would go on a show if you felt like you couldn't get there with somebody and then you got there with somebody and then you saw them and decided not to that you don't connect. Right. Um, and then on the season three that you just watched with me, Alexa. She yeah. was kind of a bigger girl. Yeah, she was again your... beautiful girl, but just not your typical, typical. reality TV right. model, like skin and bones type right. girl. And um, what's interesting about Alexa and and Brennan is that she was like twenty seven, he was like thirty two. That's a pretty big age. So you know what? Yeah, it was a interesting that I actually this was, it was a conversation we had at hockey. The, um, a couple oh, weeks ago. so you're talking about reality TV? When you're no, at it wasn't me. It wasn't me who brought it up. It was two other individuals who brought it up. <laughs> but uh, apparently, all the, the three seasons that are out right now, mm -hmm. they were all recorded at the same time. Oh, I did not know that. So, like, people. The I first guess, season aired during COVID. Right. I guess so. They did the three cities. Oh. Because it was. Oh, yes. At what? Atlanta. Texas and Illinois, I think Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, was that Austin, Texas? I think right. I think so. So it yeah. was Atlanta, Austin, and Chicago. It might have been Dallas. I think it was or Dallas. Dallas. It was in Texas. Texas is a big place. Um, so I guess they did all three at the same time because I guess people were coming after. I think it was who was the one, um, the dancer. Her and Matt. Okay. I can't think of her I can't name. think of her name. Um, apparently they were going after her being like, oh, you only just stayed with him just for, you know, the TV show. And she's like, no, we've been together for like three years now. Huh. Like, I also think it's hilarious that you're talking about this. Again, a show <laughs> that I, like, I, we, like, I started watching this with you while we were, um, eating dinner and I got hooked. So like, there was just, I think there was just storylines that kind of related that, like, kind of got me into it but like it's the, the i think it's the drama the overly dramatic drama of the reality shows is what turns me off turns you off yeah that's which is i feel like sort of a which manly is what, thing to but say but which would turn a lot of people on because they want to see the overly dramatic parts of it so we've gone kind of all over the place like you said we're right. going to kind of talk about how we got into watching reality TV, what reality shows you kind of watched and we shared together. And then I figure we could close this episode out with my new favorite reality show that we've been watching together. And you probably don't even really think of it as a reality show, but Ink Master. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess it is. I guess you could label it as a, a reality competition show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'll I'll admit this now. I'm not completely turned off of reality shows. I like you the don't reality, like my reality right, shows. Yes, yes. Like the you have your ones that I I'll like come home from work and you're watching. And I'll be like, oh my god, all right, I'm going I'm going to the office. Like. Okay, okay. So I, since we're gonna close it out with Ink Master, I don't want to do any spoilers for anybody. You know, the new season just aired. Yeah. That they recorded. I think it was in Canada because we tried to it be was. It human was in campuses. It was in Vancouver. I did try to find. <laughs> I I did try to go on Twitter and apply to be you a human be canvas. A Canadian you had resident. to be a Canadian resident. I I would love to have gotten tattooed by any one of those people that were on that show. All right. Who is your ultimate all time favorite ink master? 
Ink master? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, Ryan Ashley. <laughs> like, Girl power. Ryan Ashley, I'm, like, obsessed with her work. Who else? You got another one? Angel. Mm -hmm. I like Angel, but if... um, You know me and my boy Clean Rock one. Yeah, That's you're a big Clean Rock one. I like Clean Rock, uh, but I, his style isn't really my style. What you would want to wear. Right, because I'm more of... Uh, Black and white, fine black and gray, black and gray, fine line, like yeah. that, which is what Angel Angel and, Angel's yeah. definitely special. Ryan Ashley, realism, anything. Right. I mean, if if I could only even just be in her presence, forget about be tattooed by her. Yeah. I mean, I just think the amount of talent in that show is just out of this world and if you're not really even into tattoos or if you love tattoos i would suggest watching it if you love art they have different challenges that they do including artwork not just tattooing and when i tell you these artists are just phenomenal they really are and ryan and i started watching ink master i think we were kind of behind the times because we it had started airing years ago and we binged all of it during covid we did and now have been caught up to present day and we follow which i again this just brings me back to social media and reality tv but it but we follow a lot of those the artists from the different seasons maybe not even ink masters but different from the seasons and we get to see all their artwork and what what tattoos they're doing and what shops they work at and that's just something that you know i would say 14 years ago we wouldn't have even had the ability to do that. No. And I just think we, we're really lucky in a sense that we're able to connect with people that we find talented on that level. Yeah. But to touch on that, the person that I would love to get tattooed by is Tommy Hill. Uh, yes. So. He was a judge? No, he was runner up in season two. Okay. But he was also the host of Tattoo Nightmare. Oh, that's right. I'm like, I know he was he, he was a judge or something. Yeah, because we watched a lot of kind of tattoo spinoff yeah. stuff yeah. after we watched Ink Well, Master. I started watching Tattoo Nightmare before I watched Ink Master. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. But let's, uh, let's end it on that. Um, if you are still here at the end, thank you for listening once again. Thank you for the support and for a couple of people that have reached out to us already. We're going to continue to kind of try to get this yeah. narrow this podcast down <laughs> before we uh you know bring on any any guests yeah. but um we uh we do plan to have some you know some people come in down the line and have them you know explain you know talk about their inputts about reality TV. yeah about reality tv Maybe shows and how it, yeah and how it relates to their life and whatnot because i'm sure everybody could take some sort of something out of reality tv and relate it to their own lives I mean, we've been talking for almost a half an hour, and I just feel like there's still 70,000 things. I, I know, and I had a question for you on this episode that I didn't even get to, so we'll have to save it to the next one. Well, tune in to listen. <laughs> and that is it. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Peace.